Winners is drugs. That would have made me so mad. Mm. That would have made me so mad. I, that's the kind of thing, like, if we lose a podcast, <laughs> that, that'll that be the thing that, like, I'm like, I'm done. I can't recover from this. I, we, I will not ever do a podcast again. Like, that's how yeah. bitter I get about. But we did lose a podcast, and you were like, that happens. It's cool. <laughs> no, I know. But, like, but if I think if it's, if it's my fault, uh, like, if it's because I didn't plug in the mics, like... I would just rage about that yeah. for, for a while, I feel like. But I don't know. I mean, it's probably going to happen at some point. Don't say that. I'm, I want to go pretty undefeated. I want I ours to be like once a year, like the audio is fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, whatever. Um, should we talk right. about any of what we talked about or... I don't know. Do you got any topics? <laughs> I mean, of course I have topics. I always have topics. Um, we could talk about, we could get right into dating a cuck queen. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's right. I, in theory, I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird. Like, um, it's weird to have. So I always had a, a fear that like INFJs were never going to match my sexual interest oh yeah because they're just they're typically the same type of person right like they're really gentle they're really like don't don't hurt me don't you know like Mm -hmm. i don't want to be pinched i don't want to you know i don't want any of that and so yeah it's it's been interesting but the the other thing is like this person i think what was that episode 20 i think it was episode 20 cut queen Right. It was our one with like bad audio i think (laughs) no (laughs) yeah yeah. go back and listen to it yeah we have one that's yeah um, but yeah, so it's interesting. It's new, obviously. So like, I don't, I don't really know what I think, but it's, uh, we've talked enough about kink that I'm like, oh, holy shit. Like we really, really match up in that arena. Yeah. It'll be the personality thing. Right. So like I've talked about it several times on here, but I'm always like, you know, I don't care what a person's personality is as long as like their kink stuff matches up with me mm-hmm. in, in a way. Like it's like, you know, I've joked about wanting to have a dumb girlfriend or whatever, right? Like, yeah, but, but people like yourself have said you wouldn't like dating a dumb girl. Like you just, you wouldn't like doing it. Right. It wouldn't be an enjoyable experience. You need the intellectual whatever. And so that's my worry here because she's exactly my half plus seven. So she's 25. Oh yeah. 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 Right. So it's, it's a notable difference. Like 11 years is like, oh, okay. Like you're really young. Do you know yeah. I mean? Oh yeah. That would be pretty young. Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's doable though. I mean, I know for, exa- for, for me, it's like, I almost don't feel my age. Right. It's like in some you feel ways, older or younger, in some ways I feel like I'm older and some ways I feel like I'm younger. Mm-hmm. Right. Like some of the, my behaviors, it's like, someone my age shouldn't be this way. Right. Right. You know, so, societally speaking. Yeah. Yeah. That like once you're in your thirties, you shouldn't do drugs. You shouldn't be right. a right. lazy piece of shit. If you want to be a lazy piece of shit, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Things like that are just like, you know, the other day I, I finished work. Uh, my girlfriend cooked dinner. I cleaned 
And I was kind of like upset at the end of it because I was like, fuck, that was a whole evening. That does right? suck. Yeah. And it's like, I, I thought to myself, I'm like, maybe this is what adults do. Like, maybe I'm not, this is normal. Like, you just, you go to work, you come home and you just do domestic stuff. Because I was like, what else would I have done? And I would have watched TV or surfed the internet mm-hmm. or played a video game. So it's like, to me, those are all the immature indulgent activities that I would rather be doing. Yeah. But instead I was doing like responsible adult things, right? Do you have ADD? Is that too I don't know. Question? I don't know. Like my girlfriend thinks I do, I do <laughs> and I was actually diagnosed with it as a child. Yeah. But my mom didn't want me to be medicated. Oh, okay. So I think we did talk about this on the podcast Possibly, once. yeah. Yeah, I, I remember you saying that. So, I, I mean, maybe. But the thing is, it's like I have been able to achieve things in life that I wanted to achieve, right? So, yeah, I, but, I don't... But, like, the common stigma with ADD is, like, lack of focus. Yeah. But that's not true. Right. We can hyper focus. Right. Right. Like it's just, it's just about getting into it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then you can crush whatever thing you're doing. No, I, the reason I ask is just because like I've noticed from all my ADD friends, a lot of us have like that revenge sleep thing. Like you were describing, like, oh, yeah. this is not how I, like, I didn't get like, there's something about our brain chemistry that's like, I didn't get stimulated by the normal things I do that I really enjoy, like mm-hmm. watching TV or playing a game and whatever. And so you're just kind of like mad at it. And you're almost like, I, I get to do whatever I want. I'm at, like, you have that moment of like, I'm going to stay up an extra two hours, you know? True. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was that. I think it's just like, it's a feeling of, for me, it's, I'm looking into the future and I'm like, is this how every day from now on is going to be right and that's what bothers me well yeah it's it's an unfortunate i i think it's one of the worst parts about life yeah like i was real i was talking to um this new person about cooking Mm. and i was like i hate cooking but i also recognize i'm probably gonna have to cook myself for another 35 years right maybe big maybe but if you know it's like I'm never gonna have a personal chef or a right. <laughs> anybody else that can like cook to my dietary restrictions and whatnot, right? So it's like, why shouldn't I should be actively trying to enjoy this? I should be actively trying to find like some semblance and joy in doing this thing. Yeah, because I'm gonna be doing it forever, and that, that's like how I feel about like the like when I have to clean up my house, like you know, because we come podcast here. It's like. I fucking hate doing that. Right. Like, I hate doing that, you know, but it's just kind of like, that is what most of life is. All the other stuff is like these little pockets. Like if we had a graph, right? It's like, yeah. we mostly do bullshit all day. Yeah. And that, I think that's, I guess learning to accept that that's maturity. Right. But that's why, that's also why people are trying, in my opinion, to like take off in mass in a kind of way like stop this crazy nine to five, like working constantly thing is because it's like, Oh, that's not a, we thought it was an important part of life, but it's really not. And like a lot of people have learned that their money goes a lot farther in other countries. And they're just like, Oh, I can go live like an absolute King in Colombia for like eight months of the year and actually be taken care of or whatever. Right. 
Yeah, well, and the, one of the things, and I may have brought this up before on this podcast, but one of the things that I think we don't think about a lot is like our lifestyle, like the, the typical North American lifestyle was designed in a time when only one person in the family went to work, mm-hmm. right? So all the expectations about how clean your house is, how well trimmed your lawn is all of that stuff that's a good point was was something that was that labor was divvied up Mm -hmm. right and now it's like both partners have to go to work and do all those chores and it's like we're just there's no time for anything else right yeah yeah well anyways double income people anyway there there are some people that you know have arrangements where they don't have kids but one person just to stay at home yeah yeah but yeah, I that that's a great point. I didn't even think about that. The divvying of labor and whatnot has changed, but like our work hours and work expectations have gone up exponentially because we're trying to pay more rent. Yeah. You know, yeah. with yeah. We have more expenses, right? Like our parents didn't have to pay for internet, right? Yeah. Whereas that's like a one of the most expensive bills I have, right? Oh, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to get on the topic of fucking internet companies. Oh yeah. <laughs> I hate internet companies. And I remember the day that Shaw like went from like, I remember they came to us and said that we had down, me and my roommate had downloaded like 200 gigs in like a day and a half. Mm. And this is when they were trying to bring in those limits. And we were like, no, no, no. we paid for unlimited. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. going to use what we want. We see your cap. It's illegal at this point in this country. Right. Go fuck yourself. And Shaw was like, well, we're going to disconnect you. And I was like, go for it. We will sue you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they never disconnected it. So, yeah, anyways. Yeah, I remember that cap bullshit. And then it just kind of quietly went away. Yeah. I've never been. I've downloaded. I've used my connection so much. And it never, never got was a hit problem. with anything. Yeah. But that's the thing, right? Like, it's, it's the... That's what I always hate about society is when we don't push back against those things. So clearly enough people did there. Yeah. But like none of us are revolting about how ridiculous our cell phone prices are comparatively to the world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like nobody has dismantled their arguments around, well, it's a big country. We need to lay a lot of line and whatever. It's like, I bet those lines have been there for like fucking 40 years at this point and you haven't, or like, you know, towers and shit. Like, it seems like a really bullshit argument to me. Like, but there, there isn't really much. I mean, I, I think in the case of cell phones, you, they can re-auction off the spectrum or something. I think that's what they do so that a lot of smaller companies can come and get a, par- a portion of the, mm-hmm. the frequencies for their, their infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be completely wrong about that, but I think what happens is they do that a bunch of smaller companies come, they get bought up. Eventually, the whole industry just consolidates into the the big ones, right? And mm-hmm. then they just, they have us by the balls and they can charge whatever they want, right? I know. And it's like, what can we do? Well, we can, you know, you didn't really explain. You didn't really, we kind of jumped the cut queen topic. Oh, yeah. Really quickly. So I think if you want to just sort of describe the scenario if you can like what what is the situation that you found yourself in well so she is bi which i've also said oh yeah is my like ideal right right? 
And so she has a girlfriend that she lives with. Um, and she's Polly. Hmm. So th- I think, I think that's one of the reasons I'm still interested mm-hmm. is because it seems, um, it's exciting to me at the time, like right now. Yeah. It's also, it also has a deadline. Like she's moving to Hal. they're both moving to Halifax. Mm. So it's kind of like, this just is something to explore this year probably. Yeah. Unless yeah. I want to move from Halifax or move to whatever happens, right? I don't really think that way. Like, I don't like our city, right? Because, and I forgot, like once I moved back down here, headaches increased tenfold oh yeah. like i always forget i am that person and like i you know i saw like a i had a migraine the other day and i was like checking the weather or something like to hopefully maybe go out to the park to just lay somewhere or something yeah and it was like but um like what well, i don't i don't really know how to just launch into the cut queen thing like do you have questions like i don't i don't yeah, know what's okay. interesting so, or not so you, I, I do have lots of questions actually. So the, the situation is you're in a relationship with a polyamorous person who's also in a relationship with someone of the same sex. Yeah. So you're, would you be bothered by that if it was someone of the opposite sex that they were in a relationship with? Well, like that's the thing, right? Like, so they both already have a dude that they're like doing threesomes and stuff like with. Oh, okay. Right. So that that's her partner's partner. Okay. Wow. So this is complex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like there's four there's four people, right? Because it's like they're they're bi, so it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just like oh, let's like load up all the girls in our life. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like right. they they like dudes as well. So. Um, yeah, so that, that's another thing that will probably be a, so that I wouldn't, but I mean, and forgive my ignorance of this stuff, but I wouldn't consider that a cut queen scenario, right? Like a cut queen is someone who, no, no, no. she's a cut queen. Like she really likes, like she, no, she's the definition of a cut queen in the every way. See, but uh, then let me Kay. play Go devil's advocate Go for here. It. <laughs> Despite not knowing this person at all, yeah, um, not really being a part of that community mm-hmm. even, but maybe they're only putting forth this this notion that they're a cut queen because they want to emphasize the sexual freedom nature of your guys' relationship. They're thinking, oh, I'm very sexually free. I have multiple parties already. I want to encourage any partner that I'm with to also explore that side of themselves, right? No, no, no. So like the reason I got to this is because she was telling me like her ideal scenario. Mm -hmm. So like her, her ideal scenario is that a, well, I mean, there's a lot of scenarios in which a cut queen is happy. A cut queen is happy, uh, seeing you fucking another girl in front of her. Yeah. She's also happy with like you go sleep with another girl and come back and be like, you got to clean her off me. Right. Like being like shit. Like, like it's, yeah, no, I know. I, I, I get that. Right. Yeah. Like the, the whole, the whole notion of a cuck is that you're it's, it's driven by humiliation. Yeah. So right? how is she not a cuck queen though? 
Well, okay. I mean, now that you told me that, that makes a lot more sense, right? It's it, it's less the case of she's just pre- saying it's okay if you fuck other people. She's saying it turns me on to yeah. know that you're having sex with other people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And and yeah, I I don't know her well enough to know where she like how that developed in any way do you yeah. know what i mean like because i like I, i'm like because i don't understand cuckolding right mm-hmm. cuckolding is like the worst thing to me like i mm. can't imagine right <laughs> i can't imagine watching my girlfriend be, yeah, yeah fuck another guy in front of me i would like to be that bull but i do i have no interest in being the cuckold yeah you know right. and so like yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird. Uh, I think it would take me a lot to actually trust. Like like, there's part of me that like really wonders if I'll be able to trust this in some ways. Like, because yeah, but, you are taking a huge risk, right? What if the one time this person actually gets really upset at you, and they're like, "I can't believe you went and slept with that other girl." Well, if you guys if you guys have talked about it already right no i know but you know what i mean like like sometimes people have like weird reactions or nuance to their they thought they were into it and then it happened and then they didn't like it yeah but that's on them right yeah for sure i mean but, the, the risk I, it doesn't it doesn't make me feel any less shitty true but the <laughs> the risk in that scenario is no greater or lesser than the risk that comes with being in a polyamorous relationship right because, yeah, I mean, to me, I, I always view polyamory as like a friggin' minefield. Like, there's so many, like, for someone who probably has a few insecurities, like, uh, uh, having been in a relationship with someone that's in re- relationship with other people would be a nightmare to me. Because it'd be like, did I say something that made this person now think that this person is a better person for them or um yeah. are, how genuine are they with me versus with the other people like there would be all of those questions um in a polyamorous relationship it would be the exact same if i was a cuckold right and i wanted my girlfriend yeah. to um have sex with other dudes i would feel those same insecurities mm-hmm. right but i i yeah I I think the the point though is like you're supposed to explore that. Yeah. Right? It's like that go inward. Why am I bothered by the idea that like me saying this will off put like do you know what I mean? Yeah, well it's I mean at least in the case of polyamory, it's because you're worried about losing the person, right? You could be, but that's also one of the ideas of polyamory is that you have so many partners it's upsetting to lose someone, but it's not that same crushing thing as when you have no partners. Right. 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 Like it's like you have someone else to be sad with. Yeah. True. You're never really that. That's a good point. I never thought about that. I think that's, (laughs) I think that's one of the, one of the arguments for Polly. I see it. I honestly, I don't think Polly people would like this. I'm curious what she thinks about this, but like I see polyamory as a dating model now. Oh, okay. I really see it as like a let's because it, like I don't I don't know how to phrase this, but like doctors or whoever 
like said that some of the most stressful things like your heart or body goes through is breakups and mm -hmm. whatever. Right. Yeah. And so like, I think polyamory is kind of like a biological response to that. It's like lessening the blows. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe that's bullshit. Maybe this is all made up, but like, that's my theory on it is that this kind of developed out of a, like, there's gotta be a way that is not so soul crushing every time for people that have like, crazy sensitivity to rejection yeah. like myself right that's pretty much the only reason polyamory ap appeals to me mm, that's a that's a very interesting thought yeah because like i i do think that if i participated actively in poly and whatever i would eventually meet someone that would also have the same idea as me yeah it's just kind of like oh i always knew i was kind of in this until i found my person mm-hmm and it's like, oh, okay. I don't, now that I'm with this person all the time, I really don't One. crave another relationship or. Yeah. And, and that's, <clears throat> that, that makes me think of two things. One is like, that's what you describe right there is why polyamory freaks me out because it is the, the Tinder dating model put forth into the it's just dragged out into the the bigger parts of the relationship right like you're still you still have those uncertainties that you have when you're initially dating someone but now it's like it never goes away until you meet that one person through that community right yeah and I, like i i think that's the case for a lot of people like myself and you but i yeah. don't think that's the case for everybody like i think some people are genuinely happy in poly yeah, and some people like Tinder. Like some people actually thrive on Tinder, right? Which is fucking crazy. Yeah. But this is like my seventh time on there. Never had a match. Mm. Never ever had a match. It's literally like I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's like I get matches on any other app. Oh, yeah. Whatever reason. Tinder, no matter if I go with a funny short line, long bot, anything. No matches. Yeah, I mean, I I got matches in the sense that I swiped in the direction that someone else swiped in in a positive way, but I never actually got a date out of any of my matches. Right. Right. Whereas I did get dates out of Okay Cupid. Yeah. And things like that. Yeah. Um, Bumble so, is always the most successful for me. Really. Crazy full of INFJs. Oh, Bumble. Eh? I, I would say like every third profile is like I'm an INFJ. I'm special. <laughs> yeah, but that was wasn't Bumble the one where you, the woman had to. Mm -hmm. So it was, I hated that one because it's just like, oh, the woman has to sit and make the first move. Yeah. Okay, so she's gonna write two goddamn letters like yeah. yo or hi uh -huh. or or what's they, up. There's there's a TikTok that went viral recently <laughs> with a guy saying like or like he quoted a woman saying like guys are so uncreative with their pickup lines mm. and he just showed them his last year of bumbles. It's like, hey, <laughs> hi, hey sexy, hey. Like, oh yeah, totally. Just the worst. They are the worst. Like I can't even remember I can't even remember what this girl wrote, but that's how unnotable mm. you know what i mean it mm -hmm. probably was just like hi it's like okay yeah i know you guys are trash at this but like like i i can't imagine if all of a sudden this is what always made me think about like if we ever get sex dolls or sex robots mm -hmm. 
is the shift in society going to be epic? Because then women might have to put effort in. They might have to get good. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? I mean, theoretically, we we would hope so. We uh, we all collectively as guys <laughs> just want. It's like take some of that sexual power away from women. Yeah. Right. I don't know if that will happen. But do you imagine? Can you imagine if like if we had the same like you know like most women have a really short fuse at the beginning of dating. Yeah. So it's like you do one thing wrong, it's like ah, this is out. Right. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we unmatched everybody that just said hey. Right. Right. Well, we don't do it though because we're so like. Hey, I finally got a match once in two weeks, right? Yeah. But yeah. it was happening every day, like it is for them. We'd be unmatching girls that just say hi. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying the shift. It's like if we lose like 75% of the dudes on Bumble to like a sex robot, how does that work in terms of like, are they now chasing and have to do the graft that we currently do? Maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. I think that, I don't think that the, the balance, the, they're, the imbalance is as big as internet dating makes it seem. I think internet dating is a very specific fishbowl-like scenario that gives women all of this power. I, I think outside of internet dating, they don't have they don't have as much of it, right? Yeah. Like there still is a little imbalance, but the the thing that that corrects the imbalance is that men are making the first move. So what happens is we actually have more choice. Right. Because we get to choose who we're going out to talk to. Right. Whereas a woman in a scenario where she's not making the first move, she just has to hope that one of the guys that looks nice to her comes up and talks to her. Right. right. She is. She's basically. <clears throat> excuse me. She's basically uh, playing a lottery, whereas we're saying, OK, I like that woman. I'm going to go talk to her. Maybe she's not into me, but I also like that woman, right? Mm. Well, there's never a scenario where we go up and talk to a girl that's actually completely unattractive to us, whereas women have to deal with that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of internet dating. Mm-hmm. Internet dating completely changes that altogether, where women can completely disregard any man for the slightest thing that she finds unattractive, and that's where all the problems come from right it's really odd like i I always think like how much longer is it going to be until we have a real innovation in dating Mm -hmm. like some company that just comes in is like here's a way better dating model and destroys the market do you know what i mean and people are just like remember we used dating apps that was insane (laughs) like i think we've talked about it on here before and maybe it was a black mirror thing but like the matching up percentages yeah do you remember that? It was like you guys are nine, like kind of like kind of like oh, okay, yes. Cupid. Yes, but like I remember that. What if a company actually had like a great? These are the one hundred most, mm-hmm. uh, like, predicting factors and how people answer these questions, like end up. You know, these people have been together, or like we ninety-two percent of our matches have been together for over three years or something in our test case because after answering yeah. these, you know what I mean, like. But see, so I'm when I was single, single, I used to think about this stuff a lot. I was like, is there a better dating model? I don't really give a shit anymore. But if I can recall, 
the, some of the ideas that I had back then, it was like, for me, the thing that would have worked so much better was not a, an algorithm that matches me better based on genetics or whatever. It would be put men and women together in some scenario where they have to talk to each other, mm. where they, they just can't mm-hmm. avoid talking to each other. That's the way you get people together, right? My mind immediately went to like, what if VR gets so good that like they put you, so like say you match with someone on Bumble, Mm -hmm. it gives you like a a schedule and you say when you're free next, like, you know, what's that, what's that program dot or something? It's like you click a million different days that you're free and times when you're free. Mm, I have no idea what never heard about this. It's what people use to organize like mass group gets togethers because it's just, it's, really it's hard to get a group of people together right oh so this thing just shows you like when the most people can come and so like what if you just you select the days that you're available they select the days they're available and then on that day it's like you meet up on whatever this app is Mm -hmm. and it throws you into like a game yeah you have to work together to something like like it could be like it could be like geocaching or something right anything but you're just matching men men and women together and they have to go through this activity that's yeah. st- stretched out it's you know time is your f- friend in this case is like don't make it quick and fast make it long and, and drawn out and make it something that isn't a date it's it's something that they're just doing together yeah. right but that's the other thing right i think that one of the reasons that would kind of work is it is low pressure mm-hmm. so if you really don't enjoy the date Bye, disconnect. You're not in person. You're not having True. to leave a restaurant. You're not having to do the awkward whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be a jarring experience for like a person like myself. I wouldn't like if halfway through a date, a person just ghosted. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> you, would, you would hope most people have some kind of decorum. And it's like, this isn't really working out, but have a good night. You know, yeah. something. Right. But I think that kind of model is like the next thing that's going to happen. Like, because the one currently is. Well, the, the problem great. is, is that, like you said, the, the low pressure is what we need, but the high pressure is what the companies are trying to produce because that's what gets them. That's their business model, mm-hmm. right? It, it, it's not about finding people, their soulmates, so that they can live happily ever after. It's about keeping them away from their soulmates so they're constantly looking for the next match and providing eyeballs to their advertisers, right? Yeah. I wish there was I wish there was some kind of yeah, changing of the model where you could incentivize relationships to happen. Yeah. yeah. So like if you get off app for I don't know how this would work at all. Mm-hmm. But like some way of being like if you find a match on here and it's like an honor system thing. You can make it like a donation thing. And it's just kind of like, if you're still together in a year, you pay us a hundred dollars. That's right. the agreement. Something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't know how that would work. I think, I, I think we, you're, you're touching on the right problems. We don't necessarily have the magic sauce solution no. for it, but no, but I think most people would agree that you would move to a dating platform that like you, is guaranteeing they'll find you someone 
Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Like you're more than willing to pay a hundred dollars for a great relationship. Most people. Oh, of course. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that's pittance. If your year comes up, you're like hundred dollars. Who gives a shit? Like mm-hmm. it just, it would ask you like, are you happy in your relationship? If you say yes, it's like, please donate a hundred dollars. We hooked you up. Yeah. You know, something like that. Honestly, I think I said this before, but reviews put put oh my god dating reviews on so your profile bad. no but it's <laughs> it's the same thing it's the same problem we're having with canceling now like it's like you're like who you were seven years ago yeah. is not you now i know so I know. like do reviews get dumped out every year like sure sure yeah this but, is this is how gary dates right now yeah he used to be dog shit, but like he's worked on his attachment issues. No, like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, okay, reviews from a year ago shouldn't show, but if you put reviews on people's dating profiles, immediately the sociopaths will leave your profile, will leave your platform, right? Because they, they, that is, that is their kryptonite, right? Is having people report back. Yeah, they sociopaths thrive. On, on lack of information, right? The more information that people can share about that person, it, they, would eva- they would evacuate and only genuinely good people would still be around, right? So-and-so. Maybe, so maybe. So we, we didn't have chemistry, but they were a wonderful, considerate person on the date, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Didn't work out between I don't us. Think, I don't think the system could be people's own words. I really don't. Um, yeah. I, I think you would have to make it like a, like a on star. a scale to one to five. Yeah, no, exactly. Because <laughs> otherwise you're like, then you would get like sabotage shit where it's just like you go on this person's like, or you match with this person and you're like, he was a Nazi. And it's like, like just because he stiffed you on the bill or something like that. Yeah. And if that happens, you, you have to make a new profile. You have no <laughs> other option. You delete your profile, make a new one. What happens is, is like, good authentic people who are genuinely trying to find a relationship suddenly they're building up a ton of positive comments right mm-hmm. suddenly their profile becomes something of value yes if you get you get into a bad situation the person just trashes your profile with a horrible comment you have no choice you got to delete it start over whatever i mean it's better than the current system where every new match is a, is a completely new experience, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe if you were allowed to rebuttal. It's like, actually, here's what really happened. Maybe, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that would be interesting. That would yeah. be, you see, and that, again, that would tell us more about how a person is, right? Like, yeah. so that would be a good review because you'd see this person that I'm about to go on a date with got a negative review. Here's how they handled it. Yeah. You know, they didn't lose their shit. They were just like, no, actually, this is what happened. You're, yeah, you, I guess Do you so, know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying yeah. a person like that could win me over. If you have a, a normal reaction, like an insane Yeah, see, I think, I think reviews could work on male profiles, but not on female profiles. Because I think there would be a lot of vindictive dudes out there that want to trash a girl just because she didn't. She wasn't into that, Absolutely. right? Whereas Absolutely. I, whereas I think women would more like, oh, he slept with me and never called me. That's a reason why she might yeah. blow up a dude's profile. And that's the kind of things that you want to highlight. You want to show this person is just going to fuck you around, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. So 
I don't know. It's, it's interesting to think about. But like, why are we thinking about this? Why are not these billion-dollar <laughs> companies not trying to innovate their products? Because they're making money off of the current system. No, but right? like, there's all these VCs and shit. Like, there's money. There's always money out there. Like, how is nobody? Maybe they do, but they just. It's really hard to get anything off the ground because, as we've talked about a million times True. over, like marketing is your main issue. Like the reason Tinder and all these other ones have tons of bots is because it's like, ooh, look at all these options, you yeah. know. And it's like, yeah. are there really that many people on the app? <laughs> no, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know either. But I mean, there did there definitely needs to be a, a radical shift in how that stuff works. I, I think hate dating this is what i've reminded myself so like i went on a two-week binge after my last rejection right mm. and it's like nothing gets me into weed binges and wanting to quit life and be homeless more than trying to date oh yeah <laughs> like legitimately i'm like i is there a way i was talking about it today i was like is there a way that i could change from being an extrovert to genuinely enjoying time alone mm. so that I didn't need people yeah. as much as I need people currently. Cause like I'm currently exploring the idea of going camping alone. Like I'm going to do that this week. Oh, interesting. And like, that's terrifying for me. Yeah, totally. I only went last week, uh, like camping for the first time in like, I don't know. This was like, Ah, uh, that's not true. I went with my family once, but like yeah. I hate camping with. It's like it's like most things. I'm learning. Mm. I only hated the activity because I did it with my family. Right. So like anything, I naturally have the hesitation being like that activity sucks. I now think, did I do that in my childhood? Did I do that in my adulthood? And did I do it with my family? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. So I went camping for a day. It felt like a fucking week. It was amazing. Like the mm. best sleep ever, of course, because there's no sound, right? You had a good sleep while camping? Phenomenal. Wow. I always, I've always had a phenomenal sleep because there's no sound. So it's not. Yeah, but it's also, well, I guess what, did you have like a trailer or a tent or? Tent. So you had a good sleep while sleeping in a tent. On a river. Wow. Like it was, there was a rock under me. It was like, like, yes, so the, sound is seriously a problem for you. Cause like, it really is. There's a reason I was trying to address it. Like there's mm. a reason I go insane and think about smashing cars. Like it's that it was so appealing. Like I can't even tell you, like it was like, I'm sleeping under the stars. I'm with a person. This is amazing. We're, mm. you know, mm -hmm. it's what's not to like about this. I was like, the only regret I have is that I didn't bring my fishing rod. You know yeah. what I mean? And so like, I feel like that classic like PTSD army vet who goes off, want, like knows what's good for him. I just want to go be, I've said this a million times, go be in a forest or go be on an acreage and just do my own thing. I know mm. that's how I would be happiest in life. I hate city life, but I'm forced to be in city life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now I'm trying to explore the idea of going camping on my own. And this is just, might just become my base camp. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'll start going out six days a week or whatever. Like, cause there's no one stopping you from doing that except True. yourself. But, but if you, if you're an extrovert, that's going to be kind of tough. Don't you think? Um, but that's what I'm, I want to find out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause it might, the trade off might be so great. Like seriously, like that, that day out in nature felt like a week. 
Yeah. Like yeah. I routinely waste days in my head. Do you know what I mean? And well, so, hmm? I've, I've gone on two camping trips alone. Both of them were a week long where I, I was camping by myself and I was so starved for human contact that I was talking to anybody I could find. Mm. Right. And I'm not that kind of person at all. Mm -hmm. Right. But I like, I had conversations with, you know, the a camp, the dude that looks at, that maintains the camp. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I had conversations with this like Chinese fa family on the side of the mm -hmm. road. Right. That didn't want to talk to me at all. A, a few other, <laughs> a few other cyclists that didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> I was just like, please, somebody. And I'm an introvert, right? I, I can actually spend a lot of time by myself and be thoroughly yeah. satisfied with how I spend my time. But oh, I get it. There's a reason I'm only going out a day when I go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, I want to see how this goes. I want to see if I can trust myself to do this. And like, yeah, it also takes a lot of mental fortitude for me because of the PTSD shit, I guarantee you I will not sleep as well mm. without another pair of ears because oh, I don't yeah. trust my own. Right. They are the most sensitive and they will be the ones that work. But like for whatever reason in my mind, when I'm with someone else, I'm safer. Mm -hmm. Like that just, that just isn't no, that thing. I mean, that's, I think that's just human nature, right? Yeah. We suddenly like we're to, for, for hum humanity, a huge portion of our of our history being alone was a death sentence mm -hmm. right so we have this innate need to be around other people and we feel more comfortable yeah. we feel more safe i still i still think what's going to happen is i'm going to go do it and if i start getting into like like when i'm saying the costs might whatever like mm. or i mean the the benefits might outweigh people yeah um I think what will happen is if I got used to camping alone, I would actually start getting really good sleeps and then I would create, like I would, I would be like, Oh, people are important. Like that would actually be the thing that yeah. brings me back is like, but man, I'm telling you, I, well, you could be, there's a reason I fucking destroyed my phone in the water when I was <laughs> high on mushrooms. Like I, I have such a love hate relationship with people. I don't, right. I don't enjoy how difficult relationships, friendships, like, do you know what I mean? I want it to just be, I mean, as easy as it is in your twenties or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, isn't it though? I mean, I don't fuck. No, I don't fuck have no. any, many problems. Twenties. It's like I lived at a place and my friends showed up all the time. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it wasn't like you're not having like, difficulties trying to organize stuff or like I haven't seen you for nine and a half weeks that yeah. kind of stuff right it's like everyone in their 20s is super available working some dog shit job that they don't like don't give a fuck about skipping so right. it's like if you're like let's road trip to Joshua Tree they're like yeah fuck my McDonald's job let's go now everyone's like there's no chance True. there's no chance anyone in their 30s is like quitting their job on a whim True. But I mean, I don't know when I was in my twenties, I hated when my friends just showed up <laughs> to my place. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I got to move, find a place where no one knows yeah. where I live. Right? See, and that was my ideal. I didn't have to own a phone. It's just mm. like, they just showed up when they show up. 
Yeah. We hung out when we hung out. It was the best. I, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I like, and I think, I think I now know, like, it's really not, I'm really not looking for more friends. I'm mm. really not. Mm. I'm looking for my person. Like, ultimately it's like i just want to start building something with one person do you know what i mean yeah i keep subsidizing it with a million friends but it's like i don't i don't genuinely there's a there's a few friendships i enjoy like i enjoy our friendship obviously i wouldn't do this podcast right, if i didn't right um but like i would say that like there's a few people that i'm always having this like tug of war like do i enjoy this or am i just lonely yeah yeah. Do you know what I mean? I have a few friends like that where it's just like a, and I'm not a good, let's be casual. Like maybe I'll call you in three months. I mean, like friends are either on or off for me. They're kind of in my mind or they're not in my mind. Right. You know? Right. Um, yeah. I mean, there's no difference between, am, do I enjoy this or am I just lonely? Right. Dealing with your loneliness is an enjoyable activity, right? Wait, say that again. Dealing with your loneliness is an enjoyable activity. You can, those are the same thing, right? What do you mean? Connecting with somebody? Yeah, but like if you are hanging out with someone yeah. just because you're lonely, that how is that different than hanging out with someone because you enjoy their company, right? How is it different? One yeah. feels fulfilling. One is like addicting. One is like, I don't want this to end. Okay. Yeah. You know it's, what I mean? Like it, like for me, it's like I get hyped up from conversa good conversation. Yeah. So conversations where it drags or like the other person, it, it's not a back and forth. It's become a monologue on their part. Yeah. But maybe you're just not lonely enough to, to be around that person. Right. Well, okay. That's, I mean, that may be true. Um, but yeah, I, like I, I, I tried to be, yeah, that's, hmm, that's a good point actually. Yeah. I mean, I, I have, I don't I have know. way more <laughs> friends now than when I met the person. Mm. And so maybe I was just more tolerant of not great. Yes. Conversation. Yeah. That, that, that's happened to me too, where, um, as I, sort of was able to get more friends, I, I became pickier about which ones that I wanted to maintain contact with mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, well, now that I know this person and I can have these kinds of conversations, the kinds of conversations I have with you just aren't doing it for me anymore kind of thing, right? Mm. I've had a lot of friend, friends like that. Mm. And I, I don't know, like if I think back to when I was genuinely friends with them did did i enjoy it or was i just lonely i, I don't know mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's interesting to think about it's that like people always talk about like the is the friend in your life for a season or what's that saying it's like season or a, oh yeah i think you said that or something yeah well girls know they, they quote it to me all the time friend of a season and blah 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 yeah, I, I. By the way, you know what a drinking game on this this podcast would be? What? When me and you say blah blah blah, or for me, 
Really? Do we, we say we those have a, lot? a shit ton of things that like could easily be turned into a drinking game? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Blah 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 is for sure something that one of us got from the other, and now we both do it. I don't remember ever saying those words. <laughs> well, you did in this podcast, so did can't I? wait for wow. you to listen to wow. it. <laughs> I think at least twice. So mm. maybe you picked it up from me. But it's, uh, anyways, I forgot why I got on that. <laughs> I was just thinking, I, th- I think it's because of two bears, like two bears, uh, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. Burke Kreischer says the same three things over and over. Yeah. Well, I mean that Some people get shit faced watching a <laughs> podcast. That's the, uh, that's going to happen. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, how many, how many topics can we possibly talk about? Right. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to start rehashing things Ooh. that we okay i do on the like i just remembered something now i was experimenting with that last person of giving them my the podcast oh yeah right yeah no fucking way i'm not doing it again okay right. <laughs> that's that's the <laughs> that's the conclusion and like it's just it made me i've never listened to more episodes of our podcast mm. wondering what are they going to think about these topics that we've talked about? Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so it's like, I don't want to be that obsessively worried that like something I've said on a podcast is going to affect a new relationship. Do you know what I mean? It's like, cool. If you let someone know after like six months and they know you better and then they hear you talking about Mein Kampf, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, like if they hear that off some hot take on the Nazis right off the start, it's like, how like that even the like sternest of like i'm only going to judge this person on their like yeah in person it's like no it, it's it's making an effect in some way yeah well it's the nature of this podcast because it's all stream of consciousness right so obviously sometimes our stream of consciousness isn't going to be the best representative of our our good self right sometimes we say things that it's like oh was i really thinking that like you know what i mean so, yeah, I, 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 want, I don't know. I want someone after we've done, like, if we ever grow an audience, mm-hmm. I want someone to clip out all the worst things. we Or, like, <laughs> they, I want a compilation of all the dumbest or worst things I've ever said on this podcast. Yeah. That would genuinely entertain me. I'd be like, oh, my God. I can't believe my views on that have changed so radically or whatever. Yeah, or we could do a podcast where we go over <laughs> the stupid shit we've said. And okay. Say, okay. I want to, I want to just explain this thing here better now that I've thought about it for a little bit and say, okay, I didn't really mean that or something. I've reversed right? my position on little people. Okay. <laughs> I have become more progressive. Yeah, no, I, that would be a good idea actually, because I'm sure, but neither of us again, Thank you for listening to the Winners Do Drugs podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can reach us at winnersdodrugspodcast at gmail.com or you can visit our subreddit, winnersdodrugspod, on reddit.com.